Yo, I'm Augie. Hey, I'm Riz. And you're listening to Press Play with Augie and Riz. This is a weekly podcast where we, a couple of guys who would totally go John Wick on your ass if you mess with our dog, talk about movies, TV, music, or anything we think you guys might have listened to. Please subscribe to our podcast and you can follow us on Instagram at Press Play AR. That's Press Play AR on Instagram. This is episode 58, and we got some MCU news. We reviewed John Wick Chapter 1, and also, Disney has found the director for its next animated, next big live-action animated adaption. We have more tidbits to talk about as well. Stay tuned as Riz tells you which VOD and music albums are out this week. I'll let you know the fact of the week, and this week's Six Degrees of Separation Connection is the legendary Betty White. And Audrey Tattoo. Sweet. But first, quick news. All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in with us. Thor Love and Thunder is set to start shooting sometime in January 2021 in Australia. And in addition to having Tessa Thompson and Natalie Portman reprise their role respectfully and Christian Bale as the star villain, it's officially stated that Chris Pratt will make a surprise appearance in the third installment to the God of Thunder movie. Pratt will also head back to Australia in 2021 later to meet up with James Gunn for Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Oh, very cool. I guess it's not much of a surprise since uh, we know. And now you guys know. And I'm assuming that uh, obviously the actor that plays Thor is going to be back as well. No, it's just going to be called Thor. Uh, well, I mean, you didn't mention him. We have Tessa Thompson and Allie Portman. I'm just, you know, I'm well, I mean, making conversation. Obviously with, with... What's his name again? Chris, Chris Hemsworth? Hemsworth. Awesome. I love Tessa Thompson. Oh, she's awesome. She was on... The first thing I saw her on was uh, Veronica Mars, the second season. And there's like... Sometimes you watch these shows and you see a certain actor or actress and you think to yourself... there. If they play their cards right, they could have, like, a really good career. Yeah. And I remember thinking that about her. So I'm thrilled to see her have the, the type of career that she has right now. Are you looking forward to Love and Thunder? You know, I am. I like the last one. Uh, obviously, I never saw the first two. I heard that they totally are not snooze fests, you know? so uh, <laughs> The first one's all right. And the second one... Uh... But whatever. I started watching the first one, and I fell asleep in the first five minutes. If you slept in the first one, you're going to have a bad time in the <laughs> second one. Eventually, I'm going to watch the, the ones that I missed. There's a bunch of the early ones that, you know, I saw, like, the first Iron Man and the first uh, Hulk. And then, you know, other than, like, the the, the 20th Century Fox X-Men movies. Yes. And with Deadpool and all that. Yes. I, 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 like, the MCU kind of passed me by until I met you, and then I literally have seen every single one in the theater. So I'm well, pretty much you're up welcome. to date. Uh, yes, thank you very much. <laughs> uh, How about Guardians of the Galaxy? That was the first movie, the first Marvel movie that we saw together. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, we remember we took the promo picture at uh, SuperCon. Yes. Yeah, the I very first SuperCon that we went to together. Aww. It's on my phone somewhere. Um, yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy I really like as well. And uh, the last Thor movie took very heavily from the storytelling of, of Guardians of the Galaxy. So I guess it makes sense that Chris Pratt is going to be uh, joining Thor and, and vice versa. Well, in the end of, yeah. of that movie... 
because, they are together. Because Thor's going to be in Gar- the next Guardians of the Galaxy as well, right? Correct. So yeah. I, I like that. I, I guess th- they'll fit in good together. Mm-hmm. Uh, next thing we have is uh, a news about Black Panther. Chadwick Boseman's passing was a shock and heartbreaking to us all earlier this year. The talented actor was and will always be the king of Wakanda. And Marvel Studios exec Victoria Alonso also agrees with that as well. When asked by CBM if the rumors were true that Marvel plans to use his image digitally, she quickly shot that down and stated, There's only one Chadwick. Our king has died in real life and not just in fiction. She's go- she goes on to say how they need more time to see how they return to the story and how they will honor him in it. Rumors about Letitia Wright, who plays Shuri, or M'Baku, played by Winston Duke, will take over the Black Man- Oops, the Black <laughs> Panther mantle. But we'll see because Black Panther 2 is set to release in May 6, 2022, and that might change due to the fact of the passing of Chadwick Boseman and the whole rewriting of the script and all that stuff. You know, I would... Like out of the two, I would like to see Letitia Wright. Um, but it, like, as far as the Marvel films are going lately, it seems like it's starting to become a cliche that the original, the original character leaves and he's replaced by the new female. You know, it's happening. Or basically, Gwen Pal- Gwyneth Paltrow became Iron Man at the end of the last movie, right? Well, she didn't become Iron Man. She, uh. Tony Stark built that for her. But she's the only one. Well, I guess there's uh, um, In the case that Tony's not there. Yeah. Uh, I, I, well. And then Natalie Portman's going to be female Thor. Or just Thor? Is, am it's I, like, Thor, yes. And then we have a She-Hulk coming as well. But that's been t- a while. Like years. She-Hulk has I been know. a while. I know. I just, uh, it is becoming to me. It's becoming a little cliche, um, but I would love to see that. Um, it's a shame that we, um, you know, we don't get to see the transition. I guess with Chadwick Boseman, um, but he was fantastic. Uh, if we got one movie with him, I'm thrilled. Uh, that's you know that's what we got that's what we would deserve to get um and they'll i'm sure they'll they'll honor his memory oh yeah they're they're good at storytelling um there was also rumors that robert downey jr would reprise his role for some reason and they shot that down too and they're like no he's dead like that character is dead and i hate when fans want to bring something back that the creators have tried to like kill let go or let go that's the correct uh word uh to let go and just move on to another chapter like how they want to bring back wolverine or how they want to bring back hugh jackman it's like the dude's pushing through 50 like let him rest yeah um on to the next Marvel news, uh, Marvel TV. The filming for Ms. Marvel, not Captain Marvel, has begun filming in Atlanta um, for Disney+. Plus. Uh, and it has Iman Vellani as playing the title role. Uh, Ms. Marvel is a recent character. Um, the character Kamala, is... Kamala, right? 
Yeah, Kamala Khan. Kamala Khan. And the reason why she is called Ms. Marvel is because she looks up to Captain Marvel. And that's like her her hero. Um, yeah, I remember seeing the character in the Marvel game you were playing. She like stretches, right? Yes. She looks yes. pretty cool. Um, I'm excited. I'm still excited for these uh, Marvel TV shows to eventually come to Disney+. Plus. Um, I got some bad news. Don't tell me they pushed uh, the the wandavision back yes shut the fuck up that was the news january 15th oh that's not too bad but still we were gonna get it i think on the 3rd of december so we have to wait literally a month and a half more i can wait a month and a half as long as it isn't like january 15 2022 yeah i try to hold news to get riz's (laughs) natural react reaction because we do write a, a script if you guys have not notice how we read it (laughs) (laughs) and then we talk about like the news yeah um but i do hold uh news from him to get his natural reaction and and that was the news that i was telling you before we started recording just sort of uh naturally came up that was interesting uh it's a shame um but i can you know a month and a half isn't that bad you know uh speaking of disney plus uh we're behind on the Mandalorian. Yes. It started, I think we're three episodes behind and I'm, you know, trying not to read spoilers. Uh, so we'll, we'll just, uh, I think get we'll get up. to it. I think we, we really got into like the last three or four weeks. We got into burning some pending TV shows like Schitt's Creek. Yeah. Uh, Umbrella Academy that was renewed recently. I'm for obsessed a third. with Umbrella Academy. Um, it's so good. And other uh, movies and shows that we were just getting out of the way before we pick, I guess, another bunch to. Yeah, right right now we have uh, Ratchet. um, Yes, which I, you know, I'm enjoying. It's a little hokey. Um, All of all of Ryan Murphy's shows get a little hokey, but the acting is flipping amazing, and uh, I hope they they don't mess the storyline up too much. But. you know, going off on a little bit of a tangent, speaking of Disney, going back to Disney Plus, <laughs> uh, the streaming service has celebrated its first year anniversary with big numbers, like gigantic numbers. The company has reported in their first year they have a total of 73.7 million subscribers. Impressive. Uh, 73.7 million times five every month. Yeah. They're making effing bank. Why times five? Five dollars each. Oh, each yeah. subscription. Uh, CEO Bob Chapik says he is also very pleased with the outcome for Mulan, which is the streaming service's first go at having to pay extra to see a movie. Rip off. Yeah. Uh, though with so much success, there are some setbacks for the Disney company. The company has announced that they have uh, a quarterly loss of five hundred. And eighty million dollars wow. due to layoffs, park closures, and delays of theatrical releases. So it's you know COVID basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, Disneyland will remain closed for the remainder of the year. I mean, year. good job Disney, Disney Plus. I guess uh, that branch. I think that that kind of saved the company just a bit with this COVID thing. Yeah, I mean that's they're they're making bank. Like it, I mean, and despite the the 30 extra dollars again we spoke we had uh kyle on the show who in his defense did make a lot of sense um kyle's a friend of of mine who 
who I played video games with, and and we became, you know, close online buddies. Gamer Kali's been on the show. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think it's episode forty. It's called LARPing and Phoenix, yeah. where we reviewed the Phoenix, uh, Dark Phoenix movie with with him. So if you guys like LARPing. Check it out. Um, but he says that, yeah, like Mulan fits perfectly with me because I'm a family of five. And that really racks up the bill when you go to the movies with mm-hmm. five uh, with you and your four family. And if they bring their kids and then the kids want popcorn and then you leave there with like one hundred and fifty dollar. Oh, my God. Uh, or more. Um, you and I are so effing cheap when it comes to that. We almost never even go to. Um, have like concessions, you know what I mean? No, we almost we sneak things in, which I don't <laughs> think you, I I don't advise that for you guys to do. It's not not great. Do it, anyways. Uh, but his family and his, and that type of of family household does make sense to pay thirty dollars exactly. Um, which I understand, not for me or for you or for single people who who live the frugal life. Yeah. Um. Uh, it did just come out like on regular video on demand, so we should oh, yeah. check it out. Oh yeah, it's it should be out there soon. Um, we'll review that in a future podcast. And although Disneyland is closed, Disney World is open. All four parks are open uh, here in Florida, with no plan of closing down. Um, but we'll see. Good lord, we'll the see way what things are going. It's this is like we're in the third wave, I guess, and it's worse now than it was before. And I you know, I'm uh I'm swimming. I, I started because I was running for several months and I effing hated it running every day. <laughs> so then I started going to work twice a week and I looked up, you know, to see if there were any pools open that i could start maybe swimming before or yeah. after or maybe even yeah. during my lunch break yeah and uh, uh jose marty <laughs> i don't know why you like bugging me it's jose marty <laughs> whatever uh jose marty pool <laughs> is like five minutes away from my office so i go there and um they're very strict uh like the change area is closed you can't shower like in inside you have to shower outside you're so, you're not supposed to change in in the locker room, but I do anyways. They don't say anything because you're a rebel. I'm a, I'm a rebel, yes. And you you can only like swim for like 50 minutes or something. Uh, but they're extremely strict. Over the last week, they reopened the playground that's right there. Um, what? And tonight, you know, I went there uh, at six or you know, for the six o'clock session, because it's hourly. Mm-hmm. And there had to have been 25 kids, definitely not all related from the ha- same household <laughs> uh, and not socially distanced. So, you know, grandparents, I mean, you know, don't go hugging your grandkids because you could die. You could die. It's I, I don't I don't understand how how the playground is open all of a sudden. Privileged people, I guess. People who think that life... Like that... Who don't believe that the rules apply to them. But it's it, that simple. They just don't... Or like they have spoiled freaking kids that in order for the kids to shut up, they have to go to the park and give little Timmy or Jose what they want. I understand that it's tough. I do. But it's it's turning around again. It's getting worse again. I don't understand how we're... 
I just hope that and and we had the conversation of there's still people out there who lives that conspiracy life because it hasn't affected them directly, and I have someone who came to me and be like, "But do you really know somebody that had coronavirus?" I'm like, "Yes, one had it, and another one unfortunately." Their family member passed away mm-hmm. due to coronavirus. Someone I, I went to high school with. And, you know, you can't live like that because you're so in your bubble that it's not going to touch you, that it doesn't affect everyone else. Yeah, But um, whatever. I'm, I'm sorry. I just don't want to go off to this whole I know. I know. It, it's tough not to because this is the reality we're living in. And... um we we want it to be over as much as everyone else. We're tired of and we talk about this all being the time. home and not going to the movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, the most we do is the beach where we stay socially distanced. Uh, and I I don't think in the last twenty years of my life I've been to the beach as, <laughs> as much as I have this year. You know, it's like we're seeing the same beachgoers over and over yeah. again. It's like oh, it's you again. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, moving on. Just wash your hands and wear your damn mask. Be mask safe. for mask. <laughs> John <safe>. John M. <laughs> Chu, the director of Crazy Rich Asian and G.I. Joe Retaliation, is being eyed to direct the live-action remake of Lilo and Stitch. The movie is still in develop as the draft of the script has not yet been greenlit and no word if it's going to be released theatrically 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 or on disney plus i heard originally that it was planned to go direct to disney plus um i well we'll see i I don't think it was as big of a movie like just like uh um lady and the tramp and stuff like that i think stitch became bigger than the movie yeah you remember that weird ass disney stitch thing where he was like burping in our face and shit where we went to Disney World, and he went, and we met him. No, like it was, it was oh, like a the ride, sort of like a ride. We were just we were stationary, it was, yeah. and it was like a surround sound thing. And he would like come ru- behind our neck, <laughs> and we would hear burps in between and, our our feet. Yeah. Oh yeah, remember they, they shut that down. It's no longer a thing. Oh well, good. but we got to experience getting burped on. So you know, <laughs> um. I'm okay with it if it comes out on Disney Plus. You know, uh, what? I've never actually seen the the original. No. No. Oh, we're gonna watch it now. Yeah. Sweet. So we're gonna go ahead and take a quick break, and when we come back, we are going to talk about John Wick's Wick. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know. I, I have nothing funny to say about that. Cool. So thank you so much for continuing to listen to us. Uh, we watched John Wick for the first time. Uh, it was released October 24th, 2014. The budget was $20 million, only $20 million, and it grossed $86 million. It was directed by Chad Staleski, who is best known as a stuntman for Deadpool 2, The Matrix, 300, Jumper, X-Men Origins, uh, Wolverine. Uh, as well, uh, of course, as directing the the John Wick sequels. Uh, it stars Keanu Reeves, William Defoe, Adrian Peladecki, Alfie Allen, 
Michael Nivequist, uh, Dean Winters, Lance Reddick, and Bridget Monahan. And it has a fun cameo by one John Leguizamo, who apparently is not a little person, as I thought he was, you know, from Moulin Rouge. <laughs> uh, the synopsis is an ex-con, uh, an, excuse me, ex-hitman comes out of retirement to track down the gangsters that killed his dog and took everything from him. Basically. Uh, yeah. So, take took everything from him. I mean, okay, so... I just want to say that before I saw this movie, um, the only thing I know about it, and I think you did too, is that this movie was about this man who takes revenge on their dog, or on his dog being killed. And, you know, we've seen memes and, and we made the correlation. All this for a dog. All the, but, exactly. But the way the, the movie like the movie goes is, you know, his wife dies of cancer um and you know she's she um schedules it that after she passes a dog arrives on his doorstep uh, doorstep with a note from mm-hmm. her saying this you know I want you to take care of this dog and of course uh uh it doesn't end well for the dog um yeah I didn't I really didn't think that this movie was going to turn out the way it is and in a very good way I want to say <laughs> that um the only thing that I it caught me by surprise was the fact that John Wick knew all this martial art because he was an ex hitman. I didn't know that either. Yeah. Like I, I really didn't know nothing <laughs> about this movie. It was kind of the, the similar sensation that I had when I saw kill bill and yeah. I'm like completely going blind in this. And the first 15 minutes, which was the fight with Uma Thurman and Vivica a Fox, I Man, thought that was a parody because I'm like it was really good. Badass. I don't know what's going on, um, but I digress. Anyways, um, so yeah, they um, uh, uh, uh like what, what do you what, a mobster's son, you know, sees, sees his a, 1969 Mustang yeah. at a gas station, and he just wants it. So he decides to follow him home, uh, break into his house, uh, beat the shit out of him kill his dog and steal the car uh and of course apparently as we learn uh, john wick isn't the kind of person that you want to fuck with so of course uh he goes downstairs and he had like a ton of guns like in concrete so he had to like break break his hitman guns out and there really isn't much substance to the story. It's just a lot of fun, a lot of fight scenes, a lot of um, yes. Like we have the surround sound here, and it is it's fucking awesome. Um, <clears throat> the martial arts or the karate or the fighting scenes are very crisp and sharp, and and it just f- flows really well. It has its little comedies here and there, but it's not, you know, ha ha comedy. It's, yeah, it's good. It's good comedy. It blends really well. Uh, my dumb blonde moment, or I would call this my Betty White moment, was uh, the scene where he kills everyone in the house and he calls for a reservation for 12. And then the cleanup crew comes in and then my mind is like, when is he going to dinner? (laughs) (laughs) Who are these 12 or 11 other people that he's having dinner with? (laughs) And but that part was really good. It's just it just flows well. Um Two things that we debate about is, A, why didn't he kill the girl? 
that was trying to kill him yes. and the priest. And you have your theory or the reason, the actual reason, which is, I think, more plausible. Yeah. Well, the the girl, uh, she answered him. You know, she gave him the information and he uh, is a man of honor. Um, and And the same thing with the priest. You know, he would have murdered them both had they not... Uh, you know, given him the information and, and maybe in the back of, him, of his mind, he knew that they were fucked anyways. The girl for for breaking the rules in that hotel and the priest for basically, you know, or not. He wasn't a, a real priest. No, no. Uh, was... He was like, it was a cover for the mob. Uh, the priest, I mean, you know, the, uh, the faux priest, priest yeah. uh, for allowing him to. Get access to the safe. And yeah. well, you, I mean, by 2014. He burned the money, right? Yeah. Holy like, shit. all you people should know. And you guys should be angry at us for not really <laughs> watching this in time. <laughs> but we bought the other uh, sequels and we're really excited to see it. Um, I guess that's what any dog lover would do. Really. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> uh, but man. Um, uh, the the thing that struck me was like the the father is basically like you're fucked son you know what i mean yeah yeah uh, good luck you can run and i'll try and protect you but that fucker's coming after you you, yeah, everyone you killed knew. the wrong guy's dog and stole the wrong guy's car everyone everyone knew the type of caliber john wick was i mean if john like John Wick or Liam Neeson from Taken? I've actually never seen Taken. Oh. I've seen the Family Guy parody of Taken. Of course, yes. Yeah. When Meg goes to France. Yeah. Yeah. With his, with so her friend. So I think friend. I basically know the gist of Taken. Oh my God. And then, yeah. You know the gist of Star Wars from Family Guy. And then they Stewie and, and, and Brian goes to the airport and record... Darak, what was the name of the perfume? Oh my god! And that that was the way that they had to go inside the warehouse was to play it in like this voice sensor, and it, it was no, whatever. I'm I'm sorry. I'm digressing. Sorry. <laughs> um. So John Wick, it's really awesome. I I like it. It was fun. It was fun, fast paced. See, I thought that John Wick just was this regular Joe who just had rage, like. What was that movie where the guy was stuck in traffic and he just got off and started killing people? Russell Crowe, the Russell Crowe movie. I forgot the name yeah. of it. Um, but that that recently came out. I honestly thought there was like science fiction. Like I didn't know anything about really? it. Really? I had no clue. I I remember when we told your brother that we bought it and we were gonna watch it, and he told us, "Let me tell you, it's all about the dog." And I'm like, "What? <laughs> what does that even mean?" Yeah. But I thought I honestly thought it was like science fiction. It has no science fiction in it. I mean, well, you know, I guess some of the fight, fight moves might be a little uh, fiction. Adrenaline, I would say. Yeah. Like, he shows rage in this movie, and it's it's pretty cool. Um, I'm, you know, I'm, 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 like I said, it doesn't have the most substance uh, of all the movies I've seen. I, the, the final fight scene uh with with the mobster the mobster decided not to let it go and he went after yeah uh keanu reeves confidant uh william defoe and then there was a gigantic fight scene which i also didn't know he was in this movie and it was william a delight. Defoe. i like him william defoe is always a delight <laughs> as is non little person john leguizamo 
No. Um, but that yeah, that fight scene, holy shit! There's, it was good. Yeah, it, it, was, good, it was just a lot of theater. fun. Uh, I kind of wish I had seen it in the theaters. Um, some of these things just pass us by. You know what I mean? What was I doing four years ago? Two thousand. I mean, excuse me, six years ago. Oh, you met me. I met you. Why didn't we see John Wick? I Maybe th- it had come out earlier in the year. It was October. Oh, tw- I don't oh know. no. Why didn't we see John Wick? Hmm. We'll get back to you guys. Yeah, we have to like see what we're doing October 24th, 2014. Maybe we're in Orlando. Is that when we went to Orlando with uh, your sister? For hmm. Halloween Horror Nights? Maybe. Might have been. Cool. So. Um, so, and, and you know, Adrian Pilecki, Pilecki, she was... Uh, the she was gonna be Wonder Woman in the Wonder Woman series. There's, I remember you telling me that. There's a uh, unaired pilot floating around somewhere. I want to get it at a con just to see what it was like. Yeah, you can get that sort of thing there. I want to get that. You know what I have? That I forgot I have. I have the D specialized Star Wars. I think it's the the first trilogy. Like it's because uh, around 2000, George Lucas went and redid all the star wars movies with new special effects and new scenes and Mm -hmm. all this other shit yes and um he's like this is this was my vision right here right this 2000 2000 it was it was earlier it might have been uh been mid 90s this is my vision and i never want the old version to be released on dvd again and fans were like oh but that's what kind of we fell in love with i mean i you know i wasn't alive back when star wars came out uh, and i think i was two when the third one came out um and fans like have been clamoring, so like people, or, or someone took an old laser disc of the original movie, and with that were able to recreate it. Apparently, I have it on a uh, bootleg, it's like to recreate the original. Oh, using yeah, uh, supposedly it's good. I have it. Uh, we should have a Star Wars night. You've never actually seen Star Wars outside of Family Guy. What other movies? Have you not seen that have parodied that Family Guy has parodied? I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> but Back to the Future. Um, Did Family Guy parody Back to the? I they've mean, done not, stuff. not a full episode. No, though. no, they didn't do the full. Um, uh, they they did a bunch the of the opening. Um, what other? Mo- I have to I have to think they, about it. They did a bunch of. Um, what is it? What was Rosebud. It? Uh, Citizen Kane. Yeah. Uh, Sawshank Redemption. I saw that movie. I love that movie. I did as well. And, uh, oh, you know what? I did see that movie. Uh, what? What? Like, who's the author that they were? Stephen King? Stephen King. There were three Stephen Kings. They did Misery, Shawshank, Shawshank Redemption, and the one with the three little kids. Or the not the three little kids. Four kids. What four kids? Uh... River Phoenix, Jerry O'Connell, and two oh, other Oh, Stand By Me. Stand By Me, yeah. which I have Stand seen. By. I've seen that one, too. That was cute. And at the end, they're like, and the chubby one grows up to marry Ro- Rebecca Romaine. Really? Look it up. Can you believe that? <laughs> Can you believe that? Okay. So what do you give this movie, Jean Wick? That's my, my French accent. It was very entertaining. I give it a four out of five. Uh, you know, like I said, not much as far as storyline goes. Uh, but sometimes, do you really need a big storyline when there's a lot of, uh, you know, kicking and, and screaming and fighting? What about you? I would give it a four. Oh, no. Uh, uh, four point five as well. Oh, because wow. 
I give uh, it a four. Oh, 4.5 because I want to give it that point for it being the genre and the type of movie, is it? Like, can you compare it to like Avatar, Titanic, and or Moulin Rouge with Jean Leguizamo? Um, no. No, you can. But in the acts, in the genre of that film that it's made, I it's really good. It's top notch. It was and, fun. And you don't need that much act uh, talking in those type of movies, really, because all that's about is the fighting or the cars and the racing. I I, I really like that Keanu Reeves has has still has such a a, a really good career. Uh, he's supposedly one of the really really good guys of Hollywood. You know what I mean? Like if he takes pictures with fans, he doesn't touch them. He'll like put his arm, air arm them. You know what I mean? Like he's very respectful and he's, uh, he's had a lot of, um, a lot of grief in his life, you know? Yeah. He's a, he's a good guy. I'm looking forward to seeing him in, um, in of course the, whatever the hell the next matrix movie is going to be. God help me. Uh, you're not looking forward to that. I am, but, fucking hell man i don't know what i'm what i'm in for i don't i i'm sure uh the um the wachowski because it's only one one wachowski coming back um is has something amazing in mind i'm looking forward to it i'm just uh i'm i'm anticipating it um i also saw uh, that movie knock knock on netflix with anna diarmas where I liked it. It was entertaining as well. Um, where the two girls knock on his door while his family's out of town. And like, oh my gosh, it's raining. Uh, our car broke down. Or we just got dropped off at the wrong address. And we're so cold rubbing their shoulders so, seductively. Wet. He's like, oh, uh, why don't you come in? And you can use my phone. Well, I'll call <laughs> you an Uber. And it goes from there. It's, it, it's, a, it's a fun movie. Um, moving on. So yeah, check out John Wick <laughs> if you haven't, and watch it again if you have, and stay tuned because we'll review eventually uh, the, John Wick Two and John, John Wick, Wick 3, Three with the fantastic and beautiful Halle Berry. Love her. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we could go on and talk about uh, her every, every Keanu Reeves movie <laughs> that uh, I can think of. But, but no, moving on. What are the movies and music that are out now, babe? Um, Vivi, luz a casa, te estoy buscando. Reportate en la cash register in aisle three. Okay, well, that was our good friend Brenda. So the new movies out this week on Video On Demand, Embattled is out, Blind Fire, and Jiu-Jitsu are all out November 20th. Not a lot out this week. Uh, new music from BTS, uh, Dark Tranquility, Josh Groban, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. <laughs> King Gizzard and the Wizard Lizard. I got I, Now I want to check them out because I like their name. Uh, Lastlings, Megan, The Stallion, uh, Something for Kate, uh, Tired Lion, and Tim Minchin all have new albums uh, out this week. I honestly, Sweet. the um, only person I've ever heard of there is Josh Groban, and I guess I've heard of BTS. That's the um, and Meg, Megan The Stallion. She is the second part of WAP. 
WAP? Yeah. Or is that like an, an Italian, uh, <laughs> like a, a racist term for Italian? Do you know what that means? WAP? Uh, white. Like, it's it's some racist thing. No. WAP. White. Don't look it up. I have a thing. Listeners. I, I, I know please. what WAP is. Come on. It's, what is it's it? that Cardi B song. Yeah, so she's the second part. I didn't uh, know that. Good to know. Awesome. Um, you want to play Six Degrees of Separation? Yep, I do. Awesome. So at the top of the show, <laughs> I said to try to connect Betty White and Audrey Tattoo. Yeah, so I, I uh, go, you know, I put this in, I go into the, the notes of my phone and I try and figure it out, you know, to as a reminder and to remember where I started and where I came from. And for like five minutes, I'm like, I got it. I got it. And then, you know, five minutes later, I'm like, holy shit, I connected Betty White all the way back around back to Betty White. I can do that after if you want. <laughs> um, so uh, the amazing Betty White was in the proposal with uh, Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock was in Gravity with George Clooney. George Clooney was on the original Roseanne uh, show with Roseanne Barr. Roseanne Barr's uh, brief film career included She-Devil with Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep appeared in The Post with Tom Hanks. And Tom Hanks appeared in The Da Vinci Code with Audrey Tattoo. Bitch. Wonderful. <laughs> and since we are in between uh, Halloween and Christmas, the fact of the week is that just one minute of The Nightmare Before Christmas took an entire week to film. In fact, the stop-motion musical had 24 frames to a second, meaning they had to pose characters 24 times for each second to be completed the film. That consists of Ooh. roughly 110,000 frames, meaning one minute took a week to film. <clears throat> and the movie itself took three years to complete. And that's the fact of the week, and you can do whatever you want with it because it's not mine. Just give it to Tim Burton, I guess. Yeah, he can do all the hard work. Yes. And that is the end of this week's episode. We are happy to have you guys continue to listen to us and enjoy what we have to say. Uh, any movies, any at all that you want us to review or music to check out, email us at pressplay. Uh, excuse me, go pressplay2 at gmail.com. That's go pressplay the number two at gmail.com. And please follow us on Instagram at pressplayar. This is Pressplay with Augie and Riz. I'm Augie. Hey, hey, I'm Riz. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening. listening. So, uh, wait, before you pause, I'm going to do the Betty White, all the way back to Betty White. All right. You can cut this out. Uh, Betty White was in Hot in Cleveland with Jane Leaves. Uh, Jane Leaves was in Frasier with Kelsey Grammer. Kelsey Grammer was in X-Men The Last Stand with Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman was in Wolverine Origins with Ryan Reynolds. And Ryan Reynolds was in The Proposal with Betty White. And that's your hidden fact of the week of this episode. You have reached a secret vortex of Press Play AR. Stay tuned.